afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show. This is a very special episode. We are really super excited uh, to be sitting in the studios of Gun Media today with gentlemen. Will you please introduce yourselves? I'm Ronnie Hobbs, uh, co-creator on the game. And I'm Wes Keltner, the other co-creator. <laughs> we are talking with the gentlemen who are creating the Friday the 13th video game. Yeah, here's what you need. Dun, dun, dun. You need right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some good music. Uh, yeah, kick Manfredini another nickel. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so this is the very first Friday the 13th video game since the, the LJN uh, catastrophe back Correct. in the day. I tried to get all my references about that game out on, <laughs> on the, the car, car ride up, here. but I'm afraid I still have more. So if one comes out, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, did, did you see the Mega 64 video that came out? Just I think you, we were just talking about the, that. Oh Friday the 13th, the game, the, the movie. movie. Yep. <laughs> so, well, what was, was the line about the lamps? Yeah, why do we have to light all the fires? <laughs> I just have a feeling. Perfect, perfect, perfect. But this is huge, guys. I mean, this is this is a really big deal, right? I mean... No doubt you about it. You tell us. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here. We I think mean, it is. Well, you know, uh, it was it was one of those things. I mean, it's been talked about for years. Yeah. Uh, you know, on and off through different channels. Even you know, I mean, when summer camp was announced, it was mm-hmm. like, okay, we're we're close. Right. You know. Then Kane was announced as as part of it, and and Savini, and it was like, wow, okay. Well, I mean, that's sort of the you know inception of that is you know Ronnie and I have always talked about trying to make something like this for for quite some time sure years and years uh in the past just sort of brainstorming ideas and talking about cool things and we kind of got to a point where the more of that discussion we were having it was happening more frequently to the point it was almost every other day we were saying and man it would be cool if you did this and it'd be cool if you did that and uh ronnie was just smart enough to start jotting some of those things down and start actually putting together a proper you know design doc about it and then, you know, someday or something, I came in and said something. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he, like, pulled his laptop. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? You know, and I go over there. I'm like, holy shit, you got this thing, like, already, yeah. well, you know, starting to get mapped out here. So so even before that, I mean, this is a huge franchise. Even as summer camp, it's very horror-centric. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine you guys were, were horror fans growing up. I mean, what what was, you know, your horror background yeah, like have- growing up? Mostly different backgrounds. And so does a lot of people on the team. Okay. That's, That's a time period difference, actually. It is. Yeah. It is. That's what's great about horror. You can casually enjoy it, or you can just go ahead and, and be obsessed with it. And so this the same holds true for a lot of our guys sure. on the team. But mine actually saw a lot of the Jallo films before I saw American Slashers. This guy locally would rent these. It, he owned the local movie store, and he would give us these tapes. We were like eight. <laughs> and we're watching Bay of Blood and then Opera and Inferno. And I'm just like, what the hell am I watching? But then you couldn't get enough. He's like, here, take this one. So we go back. And then I saw, of course, Friday 13th and sure. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So there's this guy somewhere yeah. that's now some old, older. It was this horror yeah. peddler. He's responsible for this right. game, He's responsible partly. For Friday 13th. But I think a lot of yeah. us probably had that, that VHS store that was, and you oh, know, no the, the guy at the front counter, hey, exactly. if you like that, how about this? Mm. Yeah. Because you know? mm. it wasn't even an official store. Everyone had one of these, <laughs> right? right? Yes. It was like. In yeah. the supermarket or yeah. something. It was deep like in a short. dungeon. You would go down some stairs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And he would see us hiding the games we wanted to rent but couldn't afford them at the moment. We'd hide sure. them behind the shitty games. Right. Because we knew that kids would come. So we'd go back home and get money from our parents and we'd go back and he'd be like, take this. Yeah. And I was just like, what are we watching? But See, so I, had the, I had the the kid in school who's, you know, probably had like the worst parents ever that just right. didn't care what he right. did. And so most of the kids would want to go over to his house and, you know, spend the night on the weekends and... So we'd go down and basically rent whatever we wanted to, to rent, you know. So it was, and they would rent it to you. Yeah. Well, the actually the mom would go in with us. She's <laughs> like, just take it, whatever. Yeah, just be yeah. quiet. You know, a, a, you know, stack of them and set them on the counter. And this she's one like, looks scary. Whatever, you know. Like she right, she would just go ahead and buy it for us. She's sure. like, y'all want pizza? We're like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know. And then we would go back and high five and each other. Exactly. But I mean, I know now thinking about it, it's like it's because she didn't want to fuck with us. Like yeah, she just basically. wanted to be like, oh, here, just she's go. like here, shut up for the whole night. Exactly. Yeah. And we did. We would just sit in the basement and 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 watch them. But it became. Sort of like a like a rite of passage, right? You know, to, to, to can you set through these and like you're looking around the room at your other buddies and you're like who's like actually you know getting scared, right, right, right? Mm-hmm. And you would like you know riff on them for for, for being chicken shit right. about the movie. So yeah, you know it became a part of that for for me. But for you know Ronnie, you know has you know a much uh, deeper and longer knowledge of of horror films, like he was stating, dating back to the films of the sixties and seventies, Argento and, and those those you know icons in the industry. 
it for me it was more like I picked up right around the first Nightmare on Elm Street sure. and started watching yeah. more of the you know '80s time frame. Uh, basically, when you're kids, you don't know shit about good movies, so right. you just walk yeah. into you watch to, it all. It, you just look at the cover art, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. like. Uh, puppet Master, sure. Right yeah, yeah. The, uh, awesome. the, the Breakfast Club puppets. spread on yeah. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Two. Yeah. That, oh was, that was the one that got me every time I went to the video store. God, I always wanted to rent um, Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because it looked so. It was, it was, but it was the one. Yes, it was the one that the mom was like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Because there's she like, drew the line on that one. Because there's like girls in naked. Yeah, the power drill. And then you have this big phallic power drill. Yeah, totally. And you're like, how the hell do you get this power drill in the house? Like it's like eight feet long. I mean, I wasn't even. I'm like, who's walking around? With I this? wasn't even old enough to know to, what to do with a woman. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> you thought it was awesome. but I knew it was wrong and risque, and I'm like, I want to see this really mm-hmm. bad. And then you watch it, it's and I watch horrible. it like later, and I'm like, you're like, that's not even scary. It's yeah, like the whole exactly. big video nasties thing. If yep. you've seen that documentary, it's, mm. how can we outdo the other cover art? Sure, you mm-hmm. get this awesome cover art, and it's like worst movie ever. Right, nothing yeah. is that's represented in the cover is actually in the. Movie. I mean, you know, in the UK with the, the DPP or whatever the where that number the yeah. government that. Yeah. Regulated. There you yeah. go. The force that sort of looked over like what films were allowed into into the UK and sure. what, what was banned. That so much of that was based on the cover art first. Wow. To the point that all those distributors, uh, you know, um, it was all marketing. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what it came right. down to. Is they would find yeah. these crappy indie films and say, okay, you know, shoot a couple more, you know, death scenes or something <laughs> in there, and then we're going to change your cover art and probably the name of your... And say, add, can, and, but add, add knew, the word cannibal. They knew things like, <laughs> right, they, yeah. knew, they knew, like, word cannibal instantly yep. gets banned from the UK. If you put a drill anywhere on the scene, yeah. banned. If it had anything about, like, rape, even if you didn't have rape in the movie, yep. you just said it on the, b- the back of the co- your band instantly. Right. But that then became... Like, you want it to be on that blacklist because yeah. it became so coveted by horror yeah. fans. Sure. They're like, oh, this must be really bad if I can't, if I don't even let it in the country. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get it. They're right. mostly all crap, but yeah. right. still. So right. they would go reshoot one scene with a cannibal in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Different camera, different location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was obviously yeah. spliced in. You're like, oh, yeah. But people did it. So. Well, so, I mean, and we'll talk a little bit more about this as yeah, we sorry, go on. We, we went off no, the rail. No, no, no. no. This is, this is our podcast. life. <laughs> believe me. Yeah. This, is, this is what we So we can nerd out a little bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're a bunch of nerds. But you know, I mean, kind of with the Kickstarter campaign, that's that's your VHS cover art. You know, like the the, the video is your chance to sell it. You know, for the first time. Right. And in yeah. talking about you know that you've had the this idea for some sort of horror game for years, when did you two uh, you know meet, and when when did you start to to, to work on things together? How well, friends? We've known each other for ever. Fifteen oh, years. Wow. Okay. We started writing for some really small website that was local, and that's how we met. Right. And then we just did all kinds of cool shit together. Did that. you grow up here in this area? Uh-huh. Yeah, he okay. grew up in a uh, different part of Kentucky. A small, yeah, a small yeah, town, Campbellsville. I grew up around here. Okay. Uh, but we both met. I, I came here in like 98 or something like that. Yeah. started going to, to UK. But, um, That's where I met, yeah. But yeah, he and I hooked up there, started writing for a small website, and realized that we, bit some we other had bigger ideas yeah. that, that journalism just didn't, didn't quite fit what sure. we were what we were after, so we started doing Yeah, we, I, we were stuff. the guys trying to sneak into E3, writing the shitty blog article, right. and then sneaking into <laughs> parties, and then that was our whole thing, was like, get to E3 in LA and live that kind of dream, and then right. we started making our own games. Awesome. You know, we had a consulting firm first, and mm-hmm. an ad agency, and all this other stuff. We were working in games indirectly. And it was all building to Introducing the- brands like Ford and those guys to the yeah. video game market. Right. They were really struggling. All those yeah. big brands were struggling to figure out, like, oh wait, you know, video games is like a real thing sure. like that's the thing that people love to do and we're like uh average age is 34 <laughs> they make put a product in a game and this, right. was, this was like you know 15 years ago or whatever so or 10 so they were struggling so with we did that and then we had a consulting firm so we worked for like sony microsoft ea all those guys working on their games behind the scene and then right we're like enough of that so we made breach and clear that was our first game and we had to figure out what was next right. so that's how that whole summer camp idea got started so roddy you you present you know summer camp that you you pull yeah. it up i mean how how far in did you guys you know start to get into this progress and 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 you know before you started to think um oh, this you know this might be a bigger thing or or before Sean you know approached you yeah well I mean we yeah. we never had any kind of delusions or anything that it was going to become Friday Thirteenth and we never thought that this was going to be when it was summer camp that it was going to be like super huge in terms of of um, impact it might make on the industry we just knew that there was a void in the market for right. a thing that 
for us, it was we had this love affair with 80 slashers. And so why is that not really represented right now in, in the market? And so that was probably two years ago or something yeah. when we first started to really get serious about we should yeah. try to do this. Sure. And so we spent uh, you know, a long time working together, um, going frame by frame from a lot of slasher movies. And, like, you know, you, you watch a few seconds, you pause it, you take some notes, watch a few seconds, right. pause it. And then, you know, he would – go watch these four or five movies, I'll go watch these four or five movies and we come back and, you know, and work together. And, and how do you, how do you put that together into, you know, feature sets and mechanics into a game that um, is fun. And so that's sort of the genesis of, of summer camp sort of getting to a slow crawl there. Sure. Um, and that's when we identified uh, the dev studio, um, Ilphonic. And the reason why we hooked up with those guys is because they had just finished Evolve. Sure. They did so some, they did some work on Evolve, yeah. Um, and with their that kind of track record of at least understanding asymmetrical gameplay, and right. it was kind of the only thing on the market currently that was asymmetric. I thought, hey, there's there's yeah. a team that we should at least bounce this this design off of and see what they think about it. Uh, it just so happened that Kedrin, their creative director, we meet the guy and he's like straight metal super metal I mean, he loves <laughs> he's, he's awesome and we were like yeah. oh thank god like that you yeah. get this like yeah. it wasn't like you know there's some you know we didn't have to talk him into it right <laughs> it wasn't sure. like some we have to dude, explain horror to him bro yeah. that right. came in and was like have you seen the new Call of duty or whatever it's not right. that at yeah. all no. like it was yeah. a complete opposite we were like thank god this they're going to actually understand yeah. the subject matter absolutely you know, so. but i'm sure you're probably going to get to this maybe later and it may be part of the question you just asked i'm trying to remember but the whole premise of summer camp was kind of based on we hadn't seen anything in the industry like it because sure. there was never this one killer, whether it's a human or a monster, stalking vulnerable, a group of vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. And so this whole killer versus counselors was never achieved in, our, in the industry for whatever reason. It's never been replicated on, in, in that scale. So what's, what's interesting, though, yeah. is now, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like at the time that you guys have the idea for summer camp, yeah. there becomes this kind of... Uh, flash in the pan of of, of, of yeah. other other people wanting yeah, to all of a sudden there was like three or slasher four. games you know yeah, until yeah, dawn yeah. and and you know until sure. dawn uh, and at the time you know we had rumblings that there was a Friday Thirteenth game well yeah. so that was yeah d- so know. to speak a little bit about that real quick sure. I mean Sean had announced a game in which Jason yeah. hunts counselors and you play as either Jason or the counselors yeah. mm. was. Were you involved at that point? Yeah, at I think all? it was a perfect timing on our wow, on our side. That's know them. That's After so all incredible. these years, yeah. who knew that that timing we would have? Wow. It, it, it's almost yeah. like it's fate. I don't want to say that's you know silly, but no, that's. <laughs> After all these years, we finally get this idea perfected. Oh my god! And then at the same time, they're looking for a game. That's incredible. And what's crazy is we thought we were getting trolled. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit, legit. Because they sent an email, and we were like, we stared at this email for how long? Day. To, no, no, yeah, yeah. more than that. <laughs> no, I mean, before I even said anything, it Oh, was yeah, days. he stared at it for, like, days, and then he shared it with us, and I was like... Yeah, was like, the whole hey. team, we're all reading this thing, and we're like... This is bullshit. I don't know, man. This is... This is we're waiting know. to, like, write back, and like, ha And finally, I'm, I write something back, like, you know, oh, this is interesting, you know, tell, <laughs> tell me more. Like, I was very, right. very vanilla in my response, yeah. you know, just to see, like, what? And they, you know, there's a couple more that came through, and we were all just kind of like, ah, this doesn't... I don't know. Are they, you're you're terrified because if sure. it is real, so yeah. we just we just left it in the inbox for a month. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we didn't know Thinking what. Totally to... like oh this is somebody. Trying Everyone's to... everyone knows Friday Thirteenth team, right? I know this guy. I know that guy. I can get you the license. <laughs> right, I can do right. this. We had tons of those emails, but this right. one seemed the most legit. But we were still scared, so we just ignored it. And plus, like you know, we were kind of we were dancing a little close to the flame in terms of. The visual yeah. approach and the design to summer camp. Well, there was a lot point, of reference had... towards Friday the 13th. Sure. Sure. To well, the at point this point, that... you had Manfredini. Right. Yeah. We had a Friday the 13th and... game without yeah. the actual license. So... so we thought that might be what this email was gotcha. getting to. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You want to have a meeting? Yeah. Oh, guess what? Right. Injunction. Here's a little letter for you. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're like, right. We were very, very careful not to cross that line. Sure. The only thing we four did, screen. four screen, we named the campground four, four screen. screen. That was the only thing we did that we were like, because we, we can always change that. that. <laughs> it just works, right? Mm-hmm. So we knew if we but our anything first, past that, that was our first piece of concept art, and wow. IGN just like blows it up all over the front page, sure. and we were like, oh shit, uh, like, <laughs> big. I mean, and they even called it out. They're like, oh, and they called it four screen, and we're like, oh, oh no. god, like here looking at the blinds. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? exactly <laughs> what it was. Exactly. So we were close already, so we were kind of a little scared of that letter and then or the email, and then you know. 
it was perfect timing to answer your question, sure. we think. Well, yeah. and starting to work with Sean and, and starting to develop sure. this, what did you discover was like, okay, this still works, that what we had for summer camp, this still works, and when did you have to start to well, mold it for Friday? Sure. I mean, when Sean came to us, you know, he said, well, you know, I love, I love the artwork I've already seen. And, uh, and he had a uh, kind of a go-between guy that is more game-centric because Sean is, you know, film. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't – he's not a guy that sits down with a design doc and goes, mm-hmm, yep, nope, I understand completely. Like, that's not his strength. So he has, uh, you know, sort of a guy in between there to, to read through. Mm-hmm. And so that was like the first, you know, the first request was, can we get access to look at your design doc? Which was even equally as terrifying. Sure. Yes. Right. So we're like, uh, at this point, yes. we're a small company. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, we couldn't fight anything if worse right. came to we know. Mm-hmm. And so we got oh past that. God. I mean, we shared it's, with them. You know, <laughs> it felt like, you know, Ronnie and I are in this, like, boat in the ocean, and the sharks are like, no, dude, just swim. Just jump on in, bro. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Taking on water. Yeah. It's not Stick your foot in. I promise I won't bite it. Swim, dude, <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Fine. Fine. yeah. So we're like, like that. there's a little bit of that. Sure. So we're like, okay. Luckily, luckily we jumped in, obviously. Right. And then... Um, but yeah, Sean is awesome. Oh yeah, I mean he once you know the the design was read by his team and then uh, sort of broken down and explained to him. He's like, this is exactly what this should be. Wow. And yeah. and so when he you know he calls us up, he says, you know, you know you've got a great design, you got great art. Hell, you've already got my team. That's <laughs> what he said. He's like, you're missing two things, me and the license. Sure. And I'm like, you're right. Well, yeah. But we can't afford it. Here's the thing. Yeah, we're a tiny little team. We don't have that kind of right. m- money. The licensing fees would be crazy. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I believe in this project. I believe in your team. I want to give this to you gratis. You know, oh, and we're like, that's insane. Yeah. Holy hell. You know, so You're like, what's the catch? So we're like trying to keep a straight face on the phone. We're like, mm, oh, well, thank, thanks, Sean. We really appreciate that. You yeah. know, like, meanwhile, we're high fiving. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Doing ridiculous. Just Crazy. as a fan, like, I mean, and I've heard this, I heard it in the, the pitch video, but like hearing you say it out loud, it's just, I'm, my mind is. It blown. really is. I mean, this is insanity. Crazy. It was insane. Like, it still Randy, is insane. Of course. Randy Greenback, our executive director, has been in this industry for 20, 30 years. Yep. He's never seen anything like this, and mm-hmm. no one that we've ever spoken to is. There's never been a scenario where this has happened this way. Fate, mm-hmm. fate is not I mean, the wrong imagine creating I mean, the, <laughs> Whatever it is you care about the most in the world, imagine creating a monster that, and then, yep. then that person comes to you and says, here, good job. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's like, what that was. That's was, what that felt like. It's, it's insane. Because, I mean, and I, and I, it's, I know it's a very PR like thing to say, and it has been yeah. said, but it's freaking true. It's not bullshit. Is that like, we were legitimately writing a love letter to that, and Sean Cunningham answered it. Like, yeah. And with unbe- with unbelievable offering, you know, just right. wow. Like we were we were floored by. When we were shooting our Kickstarter video. We we got invited to his house, sure. of course, and we're looking around. And there's Tom and Kane and Sean and Harry. And we're like, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Like you're looking around in awe. You're like, I don't yeah. Know and then the Roy guy walks in, the you know, yeah. monster creator from like. Made Cloverfield and yeah, made all these cool people are just right there in the same like, room. Like, Sessler's like, there, like that's you know, like yeah, even that's I mean, a whole you know, different just, yeah, concept that's a whole, of Sessler. Right, exactly, I'm sure yeah. you have questions about him, but yeah. yeah. But I, you know, and as guys, I mean, we're you know, we're from Tennessee, you know, and yeah. it's you know, you guys are from here. You can like, understand that's, that's a whole that's a big deal, yeah. you know, and and it's yeah. like we're we're filmmakers, Cameron and I, so it's kind of this. You, you can, know, you can relate. It, yeah, it's this. That's so wild. I mean, yeah. it's just this. There's What's always your, this impression that you're supposed to be living somewhere else to be making entertainment. I know, right? I mean, right. Especially so. in the video game industry, even in film. I mean, yeah, s- but s- no, I thing. would say that with your industry. Yeah. I mean, when so in in doing the research, you know, for the interview, and and when I reached out to y'all yeah. and discovered, oh, you're in Lexington, you're three yeah. hours away. We can we yeah. can we go there? Can, we, <laughs> can yeah. we do this? Like this is this is incredible. Like can yeah. we make you know? Yeah. It doesn't. It sh- it, it's like these things shouldn't Yeah, you're connect. somewhere in L.A. Yeah. or Seattle. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. At the very least, North Carolina. Right. Yeah. There's some hot spots of games. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Lexington is not one of those. So for us. <laughs> right. There's a couple other small indie devs here, but yeah. It's, it's, small, small it's wild. Yeah. So, I mean, you bring on, you know, Sean's a part of it. You know, you've got Savini and Kane yeah. and Manfredini. What, what does you know, what do you approach them with? What do you want their roles to be? And, and especially with Savini, I mean yeah. – He's creating, from from what I've gathered, a new look for Jason, which yeah, is something yeah. he hasn't done in in thirty years. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> well, I went to Savini first, actually. That was sure. the first person I contacted when we when we knew summer camp was we really had something together in design, like we knew it was solid. 
that was the first step was to go to Savini and see if he was interested in the project. Um, and it was literally a cold email. Like I've never <laughs> met him before, like seen him at horror conventions, but that's about it. You know, like, and of course was very familiar with his work, but, um, but that's, that's where the, that's where it ended there. So I just sent him a cold email and said, Hey, here's this thing we're doing. And I explained like, you know, real quick sentences of what the project was about and see if he wanted to get, you know, involved in that in any way. And he wrote back like, heck yeah, like this sounds wow. awesome. Can you, like, I mean, that's even just unbelievable yeah. right there. So he comes to the room, he's like, Sydney wrote back. I'm like, shut up, dude. He's like, no, seriously. Yeah. I'm like, that's all it took? Yeah. An uh, email? <laughs> and all of a sudden you're working with Tom Savini? It's insane. But I, you know, I yeah. find that, that when you're really, if you're really passionate about something that you're working on and, and you, you can conf- convey that properly to another person that's in a creative field that they can they can, they have a, a pretty strong uh, filter for bullshit like they sure. can kind of figure out what's legit what's not <laughs> especially someone like Savini who's been around the block a few times I'm sure he's had a he few guys every day. pitch him projects that may or may not sound that great so the more that I you know the more that we're hanging out with those guys and the more that we talk to other uh, potential people that may become part of the project the more I realize that um if you're if you're just if you're honest and transparent and 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 passionate about the subject matter like you're going to yeah. start drawing those people in like they they want to get involved because sure. they're like that sounds awesome sure so yeah so savini is going to be obviously recreating our kills for us so mm-hmm. in a practical way we don't want mortal combat effects where jack jacks does the head clap sure. and your head explodes <laughs> right this is volumetric blood if we can this is ways to slice the throat and design environmental kills grab melee kills weapon-based kills how do these things happen what what it looks like when a hand gets severed because mm-hmm. only he knows that absolutely he's mm-hmm. a master of that so, so that's that's savini's job right. as well as create a brand new look for jason sure which is important to not look arcadey for exactly. us. exactly absolutely we keep it practical at the same time you know keep it realistic based right so um, in, in so in, in beginning this road of, of Friday the 13th, how much of the, the franchise, you know, did you have to go back and really, you know, pick over? And I mean, I've seen these movies probably a hundred times each one just from my childhood sure. and growing up. But it's good to have a refresher. We actually watched them all over right. and over and over again. And the whole Plus team. Crystal Lake memories. Yeah. Plus oh, yeah. any sure. hidden footage and any documentation, every message board, sure. every Friday the 13th fan site. Mm-hmm. Every single piece of, of uh, photos that you can find behind the scenes. Skip over everything. the series. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we did not watch that. Um, but yeah, so it's just, yeah, you have to do your research again. Over sure. So make sure that your memory holds up. Absolutely. So. Um, at what point, I mean, you know, this, the Kickstarter has been huge. I mean, it's, it, it yeah. very quickly just skyrocketed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, and I'm sure with that, you're hearing a lot from you know, fans and, and, you know, people who are contributing and feel like that they want their voice to be heard. Yeah. And of course, I know that you want to hear those voices, but at what point do you have to say, okay, we've heard you, and then you have mm-hmm. to just figure out, well, what works for the game and what doesn't? I mean, what's that process sure. like? Well, I mean, we, we read every single comment, period. We have over 4,000 comments at this point. <laughs> we've read them all. Wow. Every single one of them. We've and actually read them and, and thought about them, too. Not just, sure. Anyone can read them and just ignore and, them. And, and you <laughs> see some good ideas in there. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know. Right? You, see, you see some things that, you know, start to become, um, you know, kind of sort of a broken record in the comments. You're like, yeah, yeah, no, that's a thing that you guys want. The problem <laughs> with some of them is that, you know, that we don't have carte blanche to the license. It's not like right. anything that's ever been Friday the 13th, you can do that. Like, no, yeah. we can't. Like, Freddy v. Jason, can't touch it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's not the same thing as right. what we're working with. So, yeah. so there is some limitations to what we can actually put into the game. Uh, so, some of those comments that we read, we're like, yeah, that would be kind of cool, but yeah. we can't do that. You right. know, like we just we can't. So, but there there also has to become a line where, you know, some fans, which I love, I absolutely adore listening and hearing from them, but. Some of them send their own design docs, and that like becomes a legal it. issue. Right. Yeah. Like we so can't even touch. We don't them. even open them. Sure. Like yeah. there's <laughs> been some physically came in the mail, and we wow. start to open the package, and I realize what it is, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like we would. I would love to be able to read those just <laughs> sure. as a gamer guy, right. but we can't. Yeah. So that's one. Of the Especially hard they put a lot of work if, into them. If we were, <laughs> you know, if we were something still kind of small, you could, we could probably kind of get away with with 
was reading some of the letters from the fans and things, but when you have that license attached to it, it makes it more difficult. Sure. Um, because if the game is successful and you know that one guy is like, we you put read a my kill document. In where you <laughs> stick a dead guy in the refrigerator, and he's like, oh, some guy somewhere is like, that was my idea, and he's like, get my lawyer on the phone. You know, yeah. like, not that 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 they would go that someone would be malicious like that, but there is someone in the yeah. world that may be yeah. that sure. way. And when you have a license, is that identifiable? Um, it be, the crosshairs are on it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, so we listen to all of them. Like they, that's the point. And we, sure. we love hearing about it. At some point, you know, ideas are cheap. What actually costs a lot is putting them in the game. And, sure. And not always people understand what things cost in, in the video game industry. They're like, hey, just do bots. I'm like, those are so expensive. Right. AI is one of the most expensive things you can create in a game. You don't want Jason just running against a wall in place. Sure. Right. And nothing breaks the immersion worse than shitty AI. Right. Yes. So just something as simple as that costs so much money. So. It's funny. I, I sometimes like in just reading the comments, and because you know, it, it, as a fan, I've, I've followed the, the process of this. It seems like some people just think it's as easy as dropping Friday Thirteenth elements into an already finished game. Sure. And, yeah. You know, that's clearly not the case. Right. Yeah. We um, actually went on hold for a while. You know, yeah. during this whole process, we 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 went, got to a certain point. We had to make a decision. Right. Yeah. Because we were, you know, we were head down into the prototype, um, and that's you know, in, in uh, and you know, when you're when you're designing and developing a game, it's a probably the most crucial part of the entire project is to get to a prototype as fast as you can so that you're testing the feature set and theories that you have that are on paper. Right. Because they may sound great when you write them, and then you put them into the world and you start poking at them, and you're like, this sucks, or <laughs> actually yeah. this is super fun, let's turn the volume up on that. So you don't know that until you're touching it and sure. you're playing it. So that's step one is take all these theories, make them real right. as fast as you possibly can, and then the pretty test, 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 test. Yeah. You just keep prototyping until you get to a point when everyone is, not only are we checking off the feature list and going, yep, that's fun, that's fun, but it's also even the more subtle things where I may, I, in the pro play test, I may have gotten killed first, and so I'm just sort of sitting back and, and hanging out, but I'm hearing all the screams and laughter that's happening over the, over the mic, and I'm like, we've got something. Like, this is... Yeah. If we're the, if we're right now just in a prototype, sure. and you're still having those moments, of, oh shit! Like you have that happen, right. like that's, you're on the right path. We're, so. You're doing something right, and so uh, for us, it's it, there is a tremendous cost um, trying to get some of the, of the things that we want put in there, and some of the things that, that fans want. Um, I wish, you know, there was a, a more I guess transparent request sort of thing where someone's like, man, it would be really cool if, like he mentioned, you know, if you had AI that did that, 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 that could like pop up a price sheet for that, for that commenter. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh and my automatic. God, it would be that much? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. It's, no it's like window shopping. Game. And it's we would actually show them. a $60 game right. if you want that. Like, FYI. And, and the budget, plus, budget's double. And we need yeah. another nine months. Right. So if you're all right with that, then, Sure, you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it was funny. We, we put together, like, a little, in, a, in Game Maker, put together, like, a little Mega Man-style shooter for yeah. a, a movie that we made. Yeah. And immediately the comments were, cool, make it do this. Oh, yeah. make it do this. Make it do this. And I'm like, I pasted a bunch of code, and I just put, you know, shoots fire or whatever. And I'm like, it didn't work. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you're like, oh, it didn't work. I don't know what happened. I know, yeah. exactly. Shoots fire. <laughs> So, in talking about you know the things to include, the things not to include, and in the, you know just the, the prototype playtest right now, I mean you're having those oh shit moments, you know those genuine scares, mm -hmm. and it seems like you know that that would have been a real challenge to do with with summer camp, but now you have the ultimate Jason, right? You have yeah. Kane Hodder, right. you know I I mean he's the obvious choice, but I mean is it possible that we're going to see other Jasons or no. I mean if you mean the actors playing those Jasons, then no. Okay, so that, I guess that's kind of what I mean. Is it going to be like Kane a Hodder skin will be situation? taking Richard Brooker's place for part three. Right. So, all right. So right. You know, obviously he's passed away, so sure. we couldn't get him anyway. But Kane is our mocap guy for all the different versions of Jasons we have in our game. Awesome. So it's a way for Kane to go back and replay all the original Jasons. Right. Which is so, kind of cool if yeah, you think about it. Yeah, it's yeah I mean, a cool thing. just having Kane involved at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, like he says, I mean, you know, he was not ready to, to hang, hang it up, and yeah. and yeah. the fact that he's back is is. Yeah. Just as much a big thing for him as it is for all of us, you know. So, oh, yeah. so I'm sure you saw the Sackhead announcement. Oh, so yeah. Sackhead is the third playable Jason that we've confirmed. Awesome. So we're going to have a few more of those fan favorites that 
we haven't quite revealed yet. Very cool. So. How much of this is going to be in space? <laughs> Believe it or not, the Grendel is a stretch goal. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's okay. Yeah. By, the, it, by the time this goes up, no more, it'll be too late. The stretch yeah. goal will be revealed. All right. Yeah. yeah, you won't be floating through space by the window. Sure. Right? It, we That's thought it would be a cool map to explore, pretty, potentially. Yeah. But it, it, it will cost a lot of money. So right. it's, it's right. a very high stretch goal. Yeah. Um, well, so we have a few uh, listener questions. Um, oh, sweet. So uh, our buddy Zach Lindsay, in, in talking about different maps and, and things like that, he's wondering, you know, is DLC a bit a big part of, of what you're wanting to do? Will there, will there be different films or different maps that, that you want to explore, whether well, it be through stretch goals or beyond? Yeah, the way that we're approaching it is we want to get this this core of what, we know we want Friday the 13th to be. We want that done first. It, to me, it feels kind of icky to start talking about DLC right sure. now. Like sure. If, if, you know, if we, if we, once this is built and fans are loving it and we're working with the community and they're saying, man, it would be cool if we did this, it would be cool if we did that or whatever, and we're seeing those comments come through, then that could be something we can discuss at that point. But yeah. I feel like it's, it's premature and, and, I don't know, kind of, on their dollar, I already talk about yeah, DLC. Like, sure. Yeah, but yeah, like I think it just, that didn't feel right um, yeah. because it, there because we're not really we're not holding anything anything back in terms right. of like oh that's a great idea let's hang on that for for DLC make sure. more money that's not us yeah, right. because we want just, as much cool shit in the game as we can get no question so right. no question it all comes down to the Kickstarter budget we have it's, it's, this has already been revealed but we do have one main map right now and it's Camp Crystal Lake proper the, the, sure. the main area but as you know in the, from the films. Jason moves around a lot. All these characters aren't just at Camp Crystal Lake. Right. There's the Higgins house. There's the Jarvis house. There's Packenack Lodge from Part 2. These are all different areas of Crystal Lake. We would love nothing more than to have all those things in our game, but at some point we have to perfect the original map. Sure. See what our budget allows for on Kickstarter, and then we can go, okay, what's next? Sure. What's a different part of Crystal Lake? Absolutely. So if somehow those don't make it, like Wes said, and the fans just love this game and they're demanding it, we would, yeah, we would absolutely create DLC later down the road. Or we try to find some money. To do it in, in the yeah. interim to, to, to try to get it, it in there. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, one of our other listeners, Chad Abushanab, wanted to know, uh, you know, th- one of the things you guys talk about would, may or you know may or may not make as a stretch goal would be a single player. How would that play out? Yeah. So we've discussed this too. No, yeah. I'm not saying that because like you should know. Sure, I'm saying sure. that like there's no reason to like spoil this or anything. No, um, no, no. We have our single player. We have the bots as a um, as a stretch goal. Okay. So that might be offline play bots sure. so that if the servers ever go down you, you can or if you don't like playing online you can play against bots sure that's a separate test scroll but our single player will actually do single player challenges these would be little set pieces or some of the most incredible set pieces from the films and we would let you relive those moments and maybe rewrite history and then we'd also have some new ones that we created from scratch mm-hmm. so just one example and this might not be in our game but it'd be like jason's kicking down the door to a cabin or a house um, You're like upstairs in a room, you hear asleep Jason. or something. Sure. It's like get the keys and escape, or find a weapon and fight Jason. Yeah. So, and he's kicking <laughs> the door down, and he's going to come through and find you. Right. So, it's two to three, three to five minute, small interval. Very. I mean, one way to moments. look at it is if you're, you know, that's if you're playing in the role as a counselor. If you're playing the role as Jason in, in yeah. that challenge, it's it would be like a very small, very focused, not quite as feature heavy hitman. Yeah. Okay. If you ever played yeah. any yeah, hitman yeah. series? Yeah. yeah. Sort of in line with that, okay. where you know you have three or four targets on in the area. Sure. Uh, you don't know, let them escape. You, you d- don't let them get away. And right. the more creative that you are, yeah. the more XP you're going to get. That's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> like, we, we, there's unlimited amount of scenarios that we can do and right. just create from scratch, but also the film, the moments from the films are just Absolutely. endless that you can recreate. So. Uh, one of our other listeners, Mike McDaniel, wanted to know how Jason's powers work in the game and, and you know, like what yep. we could expect to see from that. We've definitely talked about. Um, so what we couldn't have is people just camping around all night and hiding in one space. So Jason, it's his, it's his camp. He knows where you're going to be. So it's like the longer you stay in one spot, the more likely it will be for him to find you. Jason also has this sound where he can, he can hear what you're doing. So the more noise you make, the louder you'll show up on his radar, hmm. so to speak. Um, he also has this blood sense where he can activate it and he can see heat or he can see blood. He can recognize you from a distance, and that plays into our fear system. So the more frightened you are, the more likely it is he can see you effectively sure. on the map. And, of course, everyone knows Jason Morse around the map. Yeah. Like in the remake, he had tunnels. We're not having tunnels in our game. So you have to, you have to explain to the user how Jason gets around the map. So mm-hmm. morphine is one way to do that. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's about, you know, 
when you're playing as a counselor, it's you know, being smart. Um, yep. Slow down a little bit. Get 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 your wits and and maybe find in someone else if you want to play as a team or if you want a lone wolf. Sure. You can do that. Uh, it's smart to stay in the light, get inside, yep. try to try to get yourself out of that situation. If you just take off running in the woods, you're not gonna last very yep. long. It's all based on the fight or flight psychological mentality. Sure. That, it's a very you know, very cat and mouse type yep. experience and. The, the smarter that you are in looking at your surroundings and using your surroundings to hide, to slide under a bed, to to lock, find find a weapon, get, right. in, get in a, a bit, get in a room and lock the door. Like that's going to stop him, but it's going to slow him down. Where you may be able to jump out a window. Sure, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, so, in in you know in doing this, I mean you, you know you, you, it's clear just from from talking with y'all that there's big fan heart here you know uh what has it been like meeting fans and talking to fans and just you know hearing from from similar people who've who've grown up with this and who have loved it as as much as you have for me personally it's it's very surreal and i am i guess a little i'm like no dude i'm just like you like i i just happened to right place right time it it just sort of that occurred there's nothing special or you know anything like that it's so for me it's humbling surreal and a little confusing a little (laughs) bit you know what I mean because um yeah I mean I I I understand the responsibility that comes with that that license you know and I want to make sure that we do that right for everyone because everyone deserves to have a good Friday the 13th game sure um so there's some of that that keeps me up at night but when I, you know, when when fans reach out to us and talk to us, um, I try to respond to every single one of them and and say, you know, thanks for you know supporting the game and or thanks for the idea or thanks for you know whatever people send in pictures of themselves dressed up as Jason, whatever. Like <laughs> it's awesome. Like it's I think it's they it's bring cool. in some weirdos bring in masks. Like it's, <laughs> right. But I mean, for me, it's just like. Um, yeah, man. If I had that mask, I'd bring it too, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's this—it's sort of the—it's we're the same, same thing. You know, so it's kind of weird when, when I don't know. There's the, when you, when they're when they don't approach you in a way that just says, "Hey, look how cool this is. You're a nerd just like I am." Sure. It's a little different, and I'm like, "No, no, I am a nerd just like you. Like, just let's talk shop." Sure. You know? Yeah, that's the biggest thing is they come up to you and they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you," and I'm like, "We're just like you, honestly. Yeah. We just kind of got lucky and we had the right idea at the right moment." Um, but for me, it's more about it's like validation for your idea that people in, think it's a good idea. Absolutely. Because if you think about it for so long, you're like, I don't know if this is actually good. <laughs> and then you announce it, and people are like, that sounds awesome. You're like, thank God. Yeah. I'm not stupid. Like, right? It's that creative <laughs> process thing. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen that list. And yeah, it's exactly. like, this is awesome. Exactly. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is shit. Yeah. Okay. Shit. This, I'm yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this, this, this is awesome. You know. Exactly. That happens over the course of years. Right. Yeah. If you want to, yeah. you've been wanting to make a Friday 13 game or play one your entire life. So right. you've been thinking these ideas and they're always shitty. And finally you think of a good one and then everyone's like, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like just seeing these people line up. We were Wizard World and every single person in the panel lined up afterwards to talk to us. We spoke to every single person for hours. And to see their excitement, I'm like, that's the exact way we feel. Sure. Only now we're the ones that actually get to do it. So there is that sense of responsibility that I do not want to be the person to fuck this up. Right. Right. Because <laughs> I know that every Friday 13 fan on the planet is looking for us and our team to like, deliver on that. So sure. it's not too much pressure, but just a little, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, in finishing up, uh, you know, th- the original title of the game was Slasher Volume 1. Correct. Yeah. Uh, now that, you know, I don't know how far in the future if that go. one was actually on there or on accident is well i mean is there you know i mean <laughs> now that it's friday the 13th right is there a plan for more friday the 13th or would you like to visit other licenses because summer camp is just one slasher location you know i mean yeah. is there any you know i mean well what's the dream <laughs> i mean if if this game is successful and the powers that be want us to take a shot at a sequel to it, like, that would be a dream. Like, heck yeah. Uh, but we want to make sure we concentrate on doing sure. this one right first. Um, and so that's where, you know, all of our, our our brains are dedicated to is that. And we try not to – I try not to do 
that sort of thinking of like, and then this will happen, and then <laughs> right. that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Because like, no, like I, I'm more of a believer in in what we're doing right now. So I mean, because I guess we could have sat down, wrote a design up, and then started shopping it to yeah. someone like a Warner or something to see if we could have gotten a license. But instead, we thought, let's just make summer camp, right. and let's just make that, and let's because we don't have to answer to anyone. We right. just make it the way we want to make it. Yeah. It just happens. So happens that you know, Sean's like, no. Don't fuck up the recipe. What you got is dope. Like, just go with that, you know. Yeah. So, if that opens up the door later to something else, like, no, I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to it. But it's not something that we're out actively like knocking on doors sure. or anything like that because, you know, we've we've got a long still got a long road ahead of us and Absolutely. and we still got to prove that. Yeah. This is really going to be good. Right. Like, you can say it all day long and show as many gameplay trailers and otherwise, but until you're touching it. Until you're standing in Crystal Lake and you look down with a machete in your hand, until you're doing that, like it's all it's mostly talk until the player gets to actually do that. Sure. I, the point is, you guys, you guys have the potential to be the not terrible LJN. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the other horror IPs that came out in the 80s. The, yeah. The Texas Chainsaw Game. Yeah. And there's also the yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. And they were just it's horrible. All of the LGN, where you have Jaws, uh, yeah. Gremlins, uh, yeah. you know. It's, exactly. You play them and you're just like... They did a Beetlejuice. Yeah. 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 But as a kid, did you really know those things were shit? No. Because oh, I, I didn't. Because no. you only have so many games, Here's right? the thing. I'll still play the hell out of the, until <laughs> exactly. Until your game comes out, I will still play the hell out of the Friday the 13th exactly. game, like, you know? Well, you'll get into beta, right? I mean, right? So, right, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how many games you got as a kid, but it was like three or four a year, and I would rent most sure. of my shit. So sure. it was like, I'd play it no matter what. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know it was bad. I just knew that Zelda was better. I didn't know why. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand game design. <laughs> sure. It's like, yeah, this is exactly what Friday 13 should be. I'm fighting bats and throwing rocks. Like, mm-hmm. But you Zombies. don't really know it sucks until later. It's always a retrospect. Right, right. Looking back. Um, go ahead. Oh. All right, so we have brought with us today uh, James Mangrum and Scott Sulfridge, who are very good friends of ours, who have been on the show many times, who are incredible uh, mask makers, uh, who are Friday super fans, um, and <laughs> James, you have a you have a question. I'll lean on in, bud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Obviously, you got Kane to to basically take on the role of Jason, and you said he's going to kind of retroactively take on like you know older versions of Jason. Mm-hmm. Were you able to convince him to run? Well. The easy answer is no. <laughs> no, you can't convince Aww. Kane to run, but that is essential to was, the early versions of Jason. Everyone knows Brooker ran, mm-hmm. uh, um, Ted White ran. Yeah. Okay, so he does, because he's still alive at that point. He's not the yeah. superhuman oh. killing force that Kane was in 7, 8, 9, and X. Yeah. Awesome. So it's about mixing both. But Kane does not like to run, right. so he may actually beat the shit out of us for this <laughs> at the end of the day. But yeah. So, it, but in talking about, you know, we, we touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, you know, Kane filling in for these other. He's yeah. he's actually going to be taking on the mannerisms of these other. Once Jesus. again, that will be a uh, Kane would be like never. That, well. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do something. You know. Okay. He's up to that. I think he's up to that challenge. It's yeah. um, still balancing. Like it's still it's still Kane behind the wheel, if you will. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but. It's interesting to start because he and I have had long discussions about the differences in, in the Jasons and what he, you know, of course brought to the to character when he put on the mask. But then what does that mean going backwards and what does that look like? And, yeah. and it's so interesting. Yeah, it's it, right. It, it, to the, even just the how he carries himself versus yeah. when you look at some of the, you know, um, in, you know, in part three, the, the yeah. shorter sleeves and the hunchback and the, the all neck. those pieces and, and how he moves. He stumbles around in yeah. a human fashion. Right. Okay, right. He's still human at that point. Right. He's not dead. Right. So he's very much human, and he, he looks for things, and he throws things out. He trips. He falls. He stumbles. Like, that's perfect for mm-hmm. Richard Brooker's character, but Kane didn't do that. Right. right. Kane so, was like, at, how do you blend a human and a Terminator? Like, that was almost yeah, like yeah. Exactly. That, that physique, that, that what he looked like on camera. Uh, that's what he started bringing to that, and of course the chest breathing and yeah. and the other things that he brought to the um, yeah. to the character. So it's how do you take that and then look back yeah. backwards, and then do you try to blend that? Do you try to what do you try to do? And luckily, yeah. um, he's really good at those kind of things. <laughs> so 
the mag magic's going to happen in the motion capture studio. Yeah. To be clear, though, we're still figuring out how Jason moves, how quickly he can. It's maybe not a run. Maybe it's a, a faster gait, a lumbering sure. run. So we're still trying to figure out what he does. If Kane was sitting here and you say, does Jason run, he's, he would say, fuck We might not make it out alive. Run. <laughs> so. I've, I've been choked by Kane before. I don't ever want to Yeah, he does it for it, real. So. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Scott? Uh, <laughs> playing off of... Uh, talking about Kane and how he's going to portray the character. I think you touched a little bit earlier on uh, possibly having, was it a like a custom skin, like maybe your own unique Jason, but you'll also have skins from throughout the film possibly, like different styles of Jason. Uh, for this custom skin, what is it that you're trying to incorporate from other films? Like as much as you can say, like what are yeah. you like, what are you trying to pull from other films? What are you coming up with on your own? Uh, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it starts with Tom. Sure. Um, and... The conversations that we've been going back and forth with Tom on is that you know he, you know he sort of gave birth, if you will, to Jason in terms of the look of Jason, um, but it's trying to trying to create something new but still familiar because sure. fans don't want to see a Jason that doesn't have pieces that make him Jason like a hockey mask, etc. Right. Yeah. So it's. It's, it's coming up with something that's new and unique, but still very Uncanny. familiar. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the challenge that, that, that Tom is going to have with that. And then what I'm sort of interested in, too, is then do we still use the same locomotion set, which would be Kane's movement, or if this is a new rethought Jason, does he move different? Sure. Yeah. Which would be exciting. So what we don't do is stop Tom at any moment in that process. Right. You don't stop like a genius like Tom. Uh -uh. We let him do his thing, then we go, okay, how do we put mm. this in? Right. So, honestly, we couldn't tell you much. Hey, that's and that's I not a cop-out. It's a, uh, <laughs> when Tom is done, Tom will be done. Yeah. And then we'll be like, oh, my God. Well, I think that plays into also, uh, like, whenever there's a new remake coming out of, of a sure. horror film, uh, sometimes in your head you think it's not going to be any good or then it comes out and it's not any good or it's great <laughs> but either way we always have the new look so even though you don't want to see michael myers on screen 20 times or jason or you know yeah. mm -hmm. it's just always nice to have that new look so with the game coming out and having this custom look it's very exciting to know that y'all are going to have something custom that's yeah. never been seen before and yep. you're also going to throw back to what we are familiar with and it's going to be a yes. great homage i mean Absolutely. we feel the same way and that's kind of why we did it yeah. um, sure I have a question for you guys. Absolutely. What sounds more exciting, 1v7 or 7v1, which is the same for the first answer, or 1v1, v1, 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 v1? Because Adam Sessler did a great job of explaining this. Sure. And it's something we didn't really think about early on in, in our process was this is both cooperative and treacherous at the same time. You don't have to run faster than Jason. You just have to run faster than the person beside you. Sure. Well, so that all is a very interesting dynamic that definitely hasn't been in video games before. No, there's a, there's, it's funny because there's a new board game out. It's called Camp Grizzly. It is this, it's a, uh, it's a slasher game. It's a mm, sweet. cabin slasher game. But it is that dynamic of, oh, we can help each other. Until the last minute? Until the mm -hmm. last minute. And so it, both are interesting. Mm. Both are equally, yeah. so it was like, oh, it's fun to sit around a table and play a, vi you know, or yeah. a board game with my friends. But then when you guys started to talk about this is going to be a reality, like, this is, like, real playing time. Yeah. Both are equally, for me, for my money, both are equally yeah. exciting. Mm -hmm. It's, like, that idea of working together against Jason Voorhees, yeah. but that idea of, like, I'm getting the fuck out of here yeah. is, you know. You can live and die independently of each other. Sure. Right. And I think we have a lot of, we had a lot of comments early on. It was, like, I don't like Evolve. We're, like, well, this isn't 1v7, but that's the only way you can explain it. Right. So when you take it a level deeper, it is actually everyone Absolutely. working together or betraying each other. I, I like that you yeah. have the choice and that you could yeah. be playing, you know, with a stranger across the world or whatever, and they could be cool or maybe not, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, and you'll know when they steal the boat from you after yeah, you yeah. fix it, and they yeah. leave you there standing when Jason That's shows awesome. up. That, that, that happens. There's a lot of cussing in the playtest <laughs> when that yeah, happens. Because sure. you, you go stick a, a you know, a You, you especially or, have yeah. gotten screwed like, more than times, anyone fixing the boat. <laughs> Because you gotta put you gotta put parts on the boat because the boat is broken. Right. Right. But the boat only seats two. Two. Right. But there's like three or four people that want it. And so everyone yeah. is going out and looking for parts, and they find one to come back, put on the boat, and then you know, okay, we need you just need two more parts. But whatever. you don't want to walk away from the boat because you you know someone might come up. So you sort of feel like you're like, well, I kind of earned my seat, dude. I put one of these parts on. Right. You know, like, 
And so you, you, you start to sort of like, you know, camp around the, the boat While area. While Jason's stalking you. Right. So, so <laughs> are you able to, to stop another player from... Well, we're still trying to figure out what happens. Okay. The interactions between the counselors. Okay. If we let you hit each other with weapons, that's it's just a troll yeah, alert. It's, it's yeah, over. Right, right. So we're trying to find the right way to have some type of interaction there. Okay. We can't really say anything yet. But. Okay. But it's interesting that you, you brought up Evolve, and it is something that... Yeah. becomes a, a, a quick comment from anyone who's done you know, next to no research on what the game is about. Yeah. They always say, oh, I hated Evolve. I'm like, I'm that's like, a shooter. Right. And okay. it's, it almost required teamwork. Right. I mean, it was a great game. I yeah. actually love it. But I, I had nothing against yeah, it Yeah, when either. I play it, I feel trapped into a character class. and that's, So I feel like I have to do teamwork. Right. Yeah. Our classes are a lot well, different. Well, here's the, I mean, the, major, the two major differences, if you were to just break it down into two. One's a competitive shooter. That's evolved. Yep. There is absolutely no fucking way in the world you compete against Jason Voorhees. Sure. You don't do it. There's no right. competition. So <laughs> evolve is is very kill the monster, hunt yeah, him. Exactly. Every everything about it is is pushing you towards conflict. Sure. That's evolve. Conflict. Get into a fight. Go pick a fight. That's what that's asking you to do. Yeah. You don't want to pick a fight. With Jason, Jason is the conflict. He's pursuing you, and he's mm-hmm. unstoppable. Right. So, it, he, and he's overpowered for a reason because that's how he is in the film. So, it it couldn't be more night and day difference. It's yeah. just I know I realize people need to compartmentalize things, and yeah. they just need to when you something new comes along, they want to, well what compared to well, it's kind of like there's nothing on the market because right. it's there's asymmetrical. No but that's where it ends. Yeah, right. like, it's like if it. there are two NES games. And, you know, Mario came out, and then Zelda came out. They were like, well, I hate Mario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and you're like, why are you even bringing it up? Because right. it's 1v7. It's, it's the, you know, clo- it's the closest thing they have. So. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a very clear difference between our games. And sure. I think, you know, for for fans, you know, that's that's absolutely clear. And, and Yeah, the hardcore fans get it. It's the casual people who really hadn't seen our Kickstarter video. Or, casual. <laughs> the, the negative comment lever who hasn't left his negative comment today. Right. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got to get that out of his system. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, Your thing sucks. <laughs> this, I mean, this is absolutely incredible. I, I didn't think I could be more excited about this game, uh, cool. but I absolutely am now. Wes, Ronnie, thank you guys so much for your time. Yeah. Uh, we and the very candy. Busy. And the candy. Oh. Yeah, they can treat us like kings. So. Yeah. Uh, you guys will hear this after the Kickstarter campaign ends, uh, which I'm sure you know will we'll do finish wonderfully. Uh, so for bigger show, this has been Cameron B. Charles. I have been Mike D. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Goodbye. Kick, kick, kick. Bye, bye. <laughs> We're gonna need a big show.